So today, Mert Hashem will conclude the shiurim on the halachas of mezuzah. So just a few more short halachas. There's a halacha that when, when you put your mezuzah up, so in Shulchan Aruch and the Torah and the Kitzur, it says you have to you have to uh, attach it to the wall b'mesmarim with nails. And many of the can say even b'smanazet that we are we are supposed to use nails in order to to get it into the wall. The classic custom is to have one nail on the top, one nail on the bottom. However, the Aruch HaShulchan writes, and this is how many of the Paiskim today, Paskin, Halacha you do not need to use nails. Let's say your landlord does not let you attach anything or make any holes in the wall. So Halacha is you're allowed to use a strong tape. You have to go to maybe a 3M to get good adhesive tape. But as long as it, it will stick there permanently, unless, obviously, you pull it off, but as long as it won't fall off all, all the time, so that is considered a good uh, placement on the mezuzah. So halach so you do not need to use nails, even though the custom has always been to do that. Let's say it's going to ruin the furniture, it's going to ruin the wall, it's going to get your landlord upset, so you're better off just using very strong tape. Yesterday we mentioned the interesting shadow when it comes to sliding doors, and our specific question was, let's say you're not sure which room is considered going into the other room. So typically we go by the door. The door opens up into one room. So we assume that room is the inner room and the other room is the outer room. And we said sliding doors can sometimes present the challenge of we don't know which one's the inner room, which one's the outer room. There's another challenge with sliding doors, and that's as follows. There's a halacha that your your mezuzah has to be on the doorpost. So what if it's recessed into the doorpost? If you look in Shariafo, Shayafo in, uh, in, in the old city, in Yerushalayim. So the, the mezuzah is recessed into the stone wall. I know Rav Yitzhak Berkowitz Shlita, when he, he tells the Tamidim that own nursing homes and apartment buildings, assuming your chayiv and mezuzah, in those situations, there's a, there's a question, especially if it's in the Bronx and in, the, in, in different parts of, I know specifically in New York. So he's told them that people will end up taking the mezuzah off. So we know that a person should not put a mezuzah in a place where it's going to get ruined and damaged and it will be a bazillion. So he says that you should, when you're doing construction, you should have it recessed into the wall so that the mezuzah is there, but nobody has direct access to it and they're not going to chisel it out of the wall. So he said that would be the proper place to put it. So there's a question, how far recessed into the wall can it be? So the halacha is up to a tefach. If it's more than a tefach, which is a couple inches, recessed into the wall, so then it is not called on the doorpost. It's inside the wall. It's not the doorpost. And you would not be yotze your mezuzah. So there's a very interesting question when it comes to sliding doors. Is that, let's say you have, you know, there's two parts to the sliding door. And... You you would put the uh, the mezuzah on the right side, going into the going out to your porch, whatever whatever the situation is. Very often, half of the sliding door never moves. It's stationary. It stays there the entire time. So, should that be considered a wall? And that let's say that's the right side. So now you would take the mezuzah and put it in the middle of the sliding doors, and not on the the wall, not on the frame, because. That frame is, is too far removed from the entrance from where you walk in and out. You have a similar question. Let's say someone has these double, double doors to a shul, double doors to one's home. So very often, you only open one of those doors. You'll have two doors. It looks like two doors from the outside, but the right door is never used. It's always bolted shut. So the question is, so now the left side, that left, the left door, 
that is a much smaller Pesach than the, than the wide double doors. So the question is, where do you put your mezuzah? If you put it all the way on the right side, well, it's more than a tefach away from the entranceway. So it's a problem that it's recessed into the wall. It's not literally recessed into the wall, but theoretically, I can imagine that it's too far away from the entrance and the new mezuzah, the new doorpost, is actually the door. The door that's always shut, that becomes the new doorpost. So most of the place can say like this, and in these situations when it's permanently closed off and it's never used, so then the mezuzah should actually be in the middle and not all the way on the right when it comes to the sliding doors. There are those that argue, so one does not have to make a macha. Because they say that no, it's all part of the it's all part of the doorway. Even though there's something blocking it, it's like someone standing there, but it's not considered uh, taking away from the entranceway. So, but I think most of the Pisces would agree, especially by the sliding doors, where it it stays there permanently. It creates a new door frame. So you would put it on the right side of the door space where you actually walk through, and not the entire sliding door frame. I hope that was clear. We'll try to get pictures out either today or or uh, we'll pass them out on Shabbos for those that live in Minneapolis. Okay, let's go to the bracha. The halacha is when you, when you put up a mezuzah, there's a mitzvah, say, deraisa. So Chazal came along and they said we should make a bracha. The bracha is l'kvoya mezuzah. To to uh, to put up a mezuzah, even if a person is used is putting up many mezuzahs, you will still say the, say the same bracha l'kvoya mezuzah. And if you're doing it all together, you make one bracha and your yaitza and your, and it patters all the all the placements of mezuzah. Assuming you're doing it in one uh, in one time, you're not leaving, you're not going back and forth. You're in one house. You bought a house. You're putting up your mezuzahs. You make one bracha. As mentioned previously, one should make the bracha before putting the mezuzah on the proper door. Meaning, let's you have a lot of different rooms. So you have a laundry room, and, and many of them have shilas. Maybe it is, there's no door. You go through all the halakhas we learned this past week and a half, two weeks. So you'll see that many times you put up a mezuzah, you want to make a bracha on it. A bedroom, you want to make a bracha on. A closet, small rooms, you want to make a bracha on. If there's no door, you want to make a bracha on that. So when a person is putting up his mezuzah, you should find the door. The, the the door frame, the door that actually would be b'chayv and mezuzah according to all the paiskim, and that's how you should start your bracha. Then once you do that, there's a halacha of emavir and alamitzvahs. So then you go in order, whichever whichever mezuzah is next, that then that you should put up. You shouldn't uh, shouldn't uh, walk around the house trying to find you know random mezuzahs. You should put it up in order, as the halacha says emavir and alamitzvahs. Another important halacha is that when, when you make a bracha, there should not be a hefsik or a hesachadas between the bracha and putting up the mezuzah. So lechatchila, we know that a person should avoid all talk, even if it's applicable to the mitzvah. A person should avoid that because you made a bracha. So therefore, halacha is lechatchila, a person should measure, go to every single door frame, measure exactly where the mezuzah should be, take a pen or a pencil, mark it off, and then you make the bracha and start putting up mezuzahs. Because if you're going to do, you're going to start measuring in between every single mezuzah, so then you're going to have a sick Halacha is you would not repeat the bracha because it's all part of the mitzvah. But the chathila, we, we avoid that. We saw the Ramah and Hilchas Brachas. We try to avoid even discussing things that are, that are, that are, that are pertinent to the mitzvah in between the bracha and being mekayim the mitzvah. Let's say the mezuzah fell down. If it falls down, so a person you know wakes up in the morning, sees mezuzah on the floor. So most person would say you make a new bracha when you put it back up because you had a hesachadas between your original placement and and now it fell down. So you would put you would have to you put up you put it up again and you make a new bracha 
assuming it is chayev according to everyone midaraisa. Okay, there is a another discussion. This is this comes up often that a person is leaving an apartment, you're leaving an office or a home, and you're selling it or you're you're leaving you're, you're buying a new home. So the question is, what do you do with your old mezuzah? So there's halach and shulchan based in the Gemara that there is a prohibition of removing mezuzahs from 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 a home. And the question is, why is this usr? What's the problem with it? There are various different reasons in the Rishayim. One of them is that you are when removing, you have a you have a mezuzah that is being mekayim a mitzvah right now. You're taking it off. It is no longer being used for a mitzvah, it's called hayrada mikadusha. You're taking it down from kadusha. Now, according to this, if I'm putting it back up in my new home, there's no problem with it. It happens to be, once we mentioned this halacha, so someone just asked me a recent shayla, recently he asked me the shayla, that he's doing construction in his home, he's repainting, he's redoing a lot of things. He figured it'll be a good time for him to go check his mezuzahs. So I told him it's important, at least lechatchila, to write down which mezuzah was on which was on which room because you don't want to take a mezuzah that was from your laundry room which let's say didn't have a door nobody really lives there it's barely dollar by dollar amma. it's probably not square dollar by dollar amma. so according to many rishonim and paiskim it would not be high of mezuzah so this mezuzah was only being used for a certain level of kedusha. now there's nothing wrong with taking this and raising it the problem is if you take the mezuzah from your front door or another room, which is clearly chayv mezuzah, and you put it onto the into the laundry room, so then you're being myrid mikadusha. So therefore, when a person goes to check his mezuzahs, you should mark off and have a note, get Ziploc bags, they're pretty cheap, and you figure out which mezuzah should go where, and hopefully the cipher doesn't, whoever's checking the magia doesn't mess that up, and he puts it right back to each Ziploc bag or such, so that you can put it back exactly where they were before, so there's no hayrada mikadusha. But that would be one reason why a person should not move, remove mezuzahs from his home. There's a, two other reasons brought down. One reason is that there's a, the mazikim come. There are powers. HaKadosh Baruch gives powers to these mazikim that they damage a home if there's no mezuzah there. So it was always protected, and now by you removing the mezuzah, you're causing damage to it. And a third reason brought down the Rishonim is that the shechina is there when the mezuzah is there. So based on all this, we are machmir, basically across the board, that a person should not remove his mezuzah from the home upon moving out. Now, I just want to point out, there are many, many different considerations in halacha. Who owns the home? Who's moving in next? How long And how long are they moving in? Do you have mezuzahs in your new home? Are your mezuzahs very expensive? Can you charge the person if you have to leave it there? If the person is moving in, is not going to protect the mezuzahs. Do we, do we take all these into consideration? Yes, of course. So therefore, if you're moving out, I would say, speak with a rub. There are many different considerations to, to think about and to figure out a specific psak in your situation. But just know that it is a shyly. You can't just remove mezuzah without thinking about it, who's moving in, who's, who are they going to protect it. So definitely speak with a paisik. Okay, so let's just sum it up. We we got into the halachas of tefillin, and then the chayadim goes into the halachas of mezuzah. We spoke about all different types of rooms that are chayiv, what, what the essence of the mitzvah is, which, which doorposts are considered are considered uh, a Pesach, what's considered ownership, shuls. We got into all these halachas. I think we went through most of the 
main yesodis of Hilchos Mezuzah. At the end of Hilchos Mezuzah, the Chayadam, I guess once he discusses Mezuzah, he talks about homes, he gets into the halacha of Makeh, which is really found in Hilchos Chayshem Mishpat, of putting a gate around your around, around your roof. So we'll talk about that. There are some practical questions. A person's doing construction, and they take off the, the railing to their stairs, or they actually redo their steps. So do you have to have a gate around it? If a person's doing construction, they, they're digging into a, a hole. How... How concerned do they have to be about Makkah? Can they just put, you know, a few uh, a few cones and some warning tape? Is that enough? What's the halacha? So we'll get to all this, Amir Tashem, at the beginning of next week. And after a few shurim on Hilchas Micah, the plan is to get into the halachas of Hanukkah. Hanukkah is right around the corner. So Amir Tashem, as we continue the 12-minute halacha series.